Last week, I talked about the significance of President Donald Trump ordering U.S. troops out of Syria. In doing so, I believe he inadvertently gave the world a dramatic push toward the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Uh, this week, I want to tell you more about that invasion, including when it will happen. I'll tell you more right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm producer Kevin, and I would like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. In the last few years, we've seen something amazing take place in Syria. Traditional enemies, Russia, Iran, and Turkey, have come together in the land of Syria. They were invited there by Syria's beleaguered president, Bashar al-Assad. Uh, this man was in the midst of being overthrown when fellow Shiite Muslims in Iran came to his aid. At first, they used the terror group they created and funded, Hezbollah. Later, Iran sent its own troops. Iran then asked Russia to join them on Assad's behalf. Russia has long wanted a foothold in the Mideast, and it jumped at the chance. Turkey joined Assad's side because of their mutual enemy, uh, the Kurds. This is remarkable because 2,600 years ago, a Bible prophet named Ezekiel listed a group of nations that would attack Israel in the latter days. The list begins with names that refer to modern-day nations of Russia and Iran. Some of the smaller nations on the list are now situated within the modern nation of Turkey. Before the actual attack begins, Russia, Iran, and Turkey will persuade other nations to join them. And here's the kicker. Those three nations have traditionally been enemies. Russia fought wars with both Iran and Turkey. But in Syria, the three have become fast friends, and it happened with incredible speed. But these nations had an obstacle in their midst, the United States of America. They could not fully solidify their forces in Syria with the United States there, and they certainly couldn't attack Israel under such circumstances. But on January 11th, the United States began withdrawing men and material from Syria. For security reasons, the Pentagon refused to give a detailed timetable for complete withdrawal. But it's happening. Does this mean that Russia, Iran, and Turkey will strike Israel in 2019? Well, let's look at the prophecy. In Ezekiel 38, verse 8, God speaks to Gog, the leader of Magog. In other words, to the leader of Russia. In the latter years, writes Ezekiel, you will come back into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. For a long time, we have seen the people of Israel regathering in the ancient land God promised to their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In 1948, Israel became a nation again. But before this coalition of nations strikes Israel, something else must happen. The children of Israel have been brought out of the nations, but they do not yet dwell safely. In fact, they have enemies on every side. When will they seem to dwell in safety? 
Daniel tells us about a treaty that will be made firm by the Antichrist. This treaty triggers a period known as Daniel's 70th week. People often refer to it as a tribulation. If that's the period of safety Ezekiel refers to, then the Ezekiel 38 war will take place during the tribulation. In my belief, the beginning of the tribulation, quite possibly the war that is illustrated by the red horse of the four horsemen on the apocalypse. Real followers of Jesus can look forward to being removed from this world and an event we call the rapture. For reasons I don't have time to go into here, I believe that the rapture takes place before the tribulation. In other words, if you are a follower of Jesus and the Ezekiel 38 war happens during the tribulation, you will be in heaven before this war even begins. And to tell you the truth, even with all the fury of these massive militaries bearing down on Israel, it won't be much of a war. Uh, the Bible says that God himself will defeat the invaders. Listen, when you look at these words spoken by the prophet Ezekiel, written by him, and then also Daniel, and then we start looking at the days today, and you look at Russia and Syria, all of these things confirm that the Bible is true. The Bible is true for today, the Bible is true for what is coming, and the Bible is true for the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that, the Bible tells us that there's no other name by which we might be saved than that of Jesus. To be forgiven of your sins, you must ask Christ to forgive you of your sins. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Listen, when you die, do you want to go to heaven? If you want to know that you're going to heaven when you die, if you want to be forgiven of your sins, then you must trust Christ to forgive you of your sins. If you want to do that, then pray this with me. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at hopeforourtimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, hopeforourtimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.